This podcast contains content that may make some people uncomfortable. Check the episode description for specifics. Welcome to the Chaos Module, a non-canon D&D podcast about a group of sporadic oddballs who fumble through some very mysterious and perilous affairs in the city of Neverwinter. My name's David, um, but you didn't know that. Fun fact about Draco this time. Draco would never tell anyone that his father ran Neverwinter. Like his acquaintances and friends, he never talked about it. He never talked about who his dad was. And if anyone asked who his last name was, he would give his mother's last name, Starlight. That's a solid name, name, Draco Starlight. Jeez. So are these fun facts supposed to be like useful for us and we should be paying attention? Or like, can we just know this has nothing to do with the storyline? Billy Mao is a character, like, oh, he's not a bad guy. The only fact so far they've all shown up. The storyline was that actually like made a difference in the storyline was when I said Quinn's not dead. That was a pretty big one. You gave a fun fact about Bill, and then Bill showed up in the episode. So true. I keep track of them. Yeah, but it wasn't a useful thing about Bill. Yeah, it's generally not a useful thing. It could be. David could be trying to throw us off, and then it'll be important. That's exactly what a suspicious DM would say. Yeah. My name is Miles. I play the amazing bard, Harry Haywire. Fun fact about Harry. Harry loves cinnamon. That's his favorite spice. However, he is I really just hates cardamom. How disappointing. That's so, so many sad. things that come with both. I know. It's so <laughs> sad because cardamom and cinnamon go so well together. Yeah, right? see, there the goes irony. all gingerbread. You can't have any gingerbread now. <laughs> so I just thought that would be fun to throw in a baking fact for Harry. Is this when his aunt bakes for him? Yep. He always tells her not to include the cardamom. Yep, don't add the cardamom. He hates it. Got sick of it. Fair. Maybe he should be forced fed cardamom. Jesus. What? That's how I feel about cilantro. Well, you feel do like you Harry should be forced fed cilantro? No, I just I don't like it. No, it tastes minty. Huh. I've never heard that. <laughs> That's what makes cilantro great. Why? I we... just. I, it's what just what are we talking about right now? Fresh cilantro is too minty. How did we talk about cilantro? Can we? Can we? Can, I just want to play the game. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Fact. Someone say fact. I have facts. All right. Okay. I'm Taya. I play Ray's Viridian, the Tiefling Fey Wanderer Ranger. Fun fact about Ray's. Um, I have so many in front of me, and I instantly forgot which one I wanted to do. Oh, so in we've character. seen what? <laughs> that was in character. Yeah, Ray's is busy thinking about other things. Sorry, <laughs> thinking about cilantro. Um, Ray is. So we've seen her use the disguise kit a few times. She actually learned how to use the disguise kit um, in the past three years, where she's kind of been alone and picking things up on her own. Hmm. Picking what up on her own? Things up, skills. Just, just oh, okay. Yeah, berries. Just like a hoarder, just make picks up random stuff. Dive. And we... Anyway, I got one. I actually got one. Inspired by my dinner tonight. I'm Alex. I play Eustace Baker, the paladin of Torm. And fun fact about him, <clears throat> he had pizza once on one of his travels when he was younger, and he for- he forgot to get the name of the dish and has never <laughs> figured out what it was and just craves it. He on wasn't able to reconstruct it? Yeah, like, he's Master Baker. Remember, he didn't know anything about baking until he met his wife. 
Okay. So he, but he doesn't oh, remember. Okay, so that's uh, there's layers to that. <clears throat> All right. That's the thing. He he <laughs> married his wife so he could try and recreate that. He couldn't figure out what it was. He had it once, and then just forever, he's been thinking about like, oh, it had like it was bready and it had like stuff on top of it, and you know, <laughs> totally how, how that's helpful. I'm gonna go and find <laughs> some tomatoes. You're gonna make some dough. And we're gonna get he doesn't some goat's know what milk tomatoes are. and just blow Eustace's mind. Uh, my name is Justin. I play Adderthorn Lightfoot, the arcane trickster rogue. Fun fact about him: um, his lifelong mentor and father figure, Mike Ditka, is actually who technically gave him his name. Maybe we can ask him why your name isn't Alderthorn. I God, just do your fact. <laughs> know what his name is all right i will go with that fact um hello my name is jacob and i play the uh the orc druid and fun uh, the orc druid whose name is buckwheat alder and i bring that up because uh in case you guys didn't know alder is a tree it's a type of tree so yeah there's your fun fact all right (laughs) not buckwheat oak though after his father so you like Draco to take his mother's name? <laughs> anyway. So there's a dead guy on the floor. Apparently a half-orc has two trees, an oak and an alder as parent. And no, no one knows how a, a half-orc came out of it. Alder is just a good friend. <clears throat> Alder's just his like, name. no, Father Oak, I promise, the kid's yours. <laughs> what? What I'm the? picturing this happening in-game. There's a conversation, Adderthorn just <laughs> standing there, just like... What the hell? Like, no, like, does no one care about the dead guy? Like, is not no. the time. All right. Speaking That's of what... the dead guy, the elephant in the room. Last time when we played, the party went to give Draco back to his father, got back to the castle, took a nice sleepy time inside the castle. And when they woke up, um, Quinn went to take them to see Lord Never Ember for payment. On the way to his quarters, however, uh, they were diverted and killed, ended up being attacked by and killing a mind flare. But by the time they got to Lord Never Ember's quarters after killing that mind flare, a different mind flare had already killed Lord Never Ember, and they got there just in time to see it plane shift away, leaving the corpse on the floor in his quarters. You forgot the part where we almost we, uh... killed Quinn and she was under their control. And we shouldn't trust her. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Quinn was a thrall from by the Mind Flayers. Um, and she is she led the party away from Lord Never Ember so that the other Mind Flayer could kill him. Um, and at the end of it, she was like, they managed to shake the Mind Flayer's control on her for just a, a little bit of time. And she told them to go see Lord Never Ember and try to save him. And they left her in the kitchen where they were ambushed. With the corpse of the other mind flare. Yeah, that might have been a mistake. Yeah. Oh well. So, well, yeah. I mean, we knew that she I and mean, she was still under that her that, that thing's control. So next time we yeah. see her, we just you know we kill her. If she's still there, greater restoration as Adderthor knows we can do. <laughs> um, did I did I tell anybody that? You sure didn't. <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I don't think he did tell us no <laughs> no um so harry has something that he wants to do um because we passed by draco and the butler Grenold. who are mourning what just happened which makes a lot of sense um if somebody else would like to interact with the body or something 
Go ahead. I guess but I'm going to try to interact out. with Draco as soon yeah. as I can. Eustace ran out of the, the kitchen first, so I guess he would probably arrive to the to the doorway. We were all in the... Yeah, we yeah, all, we all got the there. <clears throat> but he's he's right there. So yeah, uh, after seeing the, the Mind Flare shift away, Eustace looks down on the bed, sees this bloody mess, runs forward, and in such sadness... Attempt CPR. <laughs> well, he, he starts looking around. He, he's got a decent medical bonus of a plus six. <clears throat> uh, obviously sees nothing can be done and yeah. can only stand there and he starts crying. And as you, as you get a closer look, you can see that his head has been cracked open like a walnut and his brain <clears throat> has just been eaten out. Oh my yep. Uh-huh. Slurped up out of his skull. Poor Eustace. He's cried so many times in the past twelve hours. Adderthorn's uh-huh. gonna look over and see if there's anything. Investigate, like look for evidence. But he'll say, "Yeah, that's that's how they get you. It only takes one matter of seconds." I think we just barely missed him. All right. Well, somebody uh, help me look around the body if you could. We got to see if there's anything else. I don't know clues, evidence. I guess we're doing this now, Harry. Hey, what are you doing over there? I'm going to go talk to Draco as soon as I can. Okay, well, when you're done, you know, you're a cop and all, so if you could, I mean, well, shit. I mean, I don't know if anyone else knows. So, um, (laughs) I just thought, if you're supposed to be... (laughs) I'm not CSI. Well, I mean, I guess I'm supposed to just generally investigate everything. We'll talk about it later. Okay, well, (laughs) just before, before, real quick, real quick. Um, can you just tell your cop friends when you, you that you know we had nothing to do with this, and quite obviously his skull's cracked open like a fucking walnut. Really, it's, it's how how close is Draco? Does he hear? He tries to whisper that a little bit, just like yeah, he's not coming back from that. And I don't want to go down for the death of a lord. So, do we want to pin this on the girl that, that cleansed <laughs> that? We hey. I mean, if we're going to pin this on anyone, we could probably pin it on Draco. Keep your voice down. How is insurance pinning this? No one's pinning anything on anything. (laughs) The kid's dad just died, for the love of God. No. Yeah, but, like, you know, he's clearly part of the system, man. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Raze is sending poof to to (laughs) Grenold and Draco. And you're just kind of hovering nearby. I'm gonna. And I'm an investigating. Marxist. <laughs> Marxist. <laughs> Eat the rich. <laughs> do, I, do I need to roll for this? Like, to see if there's anything around, like anything in there, any clues ties this back to anybody or anything. Just down like with the bourgeoisie. Place. Um, go ahead and roll investigation. Is anybody helping to either give me uh, an advantage or roll themselves? I've got a I've plus got four. Zero. I'm no help. I got a plus four. What have I you're, got? You're crying. I also have plus, plus oh, I have a one. plus five. Jeez. Um, Obviously, it was you're destined to be a cop. <laughs> All right. So is, is, is someone at least helping me to give me advantage, uh, David? Uh, I'll give you sure, the help. Sure, I, I can. Um, oh, a buckwheat buck will week. cast Guidance on you. Oh, how's that? That's pretty good. Okay. Good luck, buddy. Tap you. Get that out of D4, and then um, Harry is also assisting you, so you get advantage. Oh, I thought he was talking to Draco. So anyway, well, you pulled uh, me over, so I'm just gonna like give you some advice or something. Okay. So my better roll is a 15, and then I'll add my guidance, which is a D4. 
to roll. Oh, sweet. Okay, so that's a 19 total. All right. So you can tell that um, the way that the covers on the bed are, like, disturbed um, around the corpse, you can tell that the Mind Flayer grabbed him when he was asleep and he woke up before being killed and tried to, like, wrestle away from the Mind Flayer. Um, You can find some, like, oozy footprints on the hardwood floor that are the tracks of this mind flayer um you and you can see where they came like they came through the doorway down the hall um past and as you as you look you can see it it goes past where grenald and draco are now sitting um Uh, and um, with that investigation you also find as you're searching because i know adathorn would be keeping an eye out for this um you find a false back to one of the dressers, and inside of the false back in this dresser drawer, there's a pouch of 30 platinum. Uh, I want to take it so bad. I want to, Big but the if, dead they, guy. if they find it's us, low. and you know, he's dead, and the kid's over there. Oh, crap. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. Did Harry just Roll give advice and then throw. leave? Or is, like, Harry helping you and he just, like, glances over and sees this? Like, Oh, Harry should not see this. You will. Harry doesn't no. see this. He, he gave Arathorn's advice. Arathorn's gonna put the platinum back and then just shut the door and just be like, nope, nope, nope. There's other ways to get paid. It's not worth it. Mike taught you better than this. Touch you better. Today we're in the lawful neutral alignment, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> no, I understand the consequences of what would happen if, like, there's alignment. anything missing get, at all. That's how you and get caught. He's found with it. Yeah, I don't want any unnecessary suspicion. Yep. And no, Arthur's no gonna just just be like, "All right, um, there's nothing real special in here. You know, th- there is the evidence of the the footprints, and you know, we probably should make sure that body's still back there." Uh, oh wait, I- I've got an idea. So we'll say that. Harry advised you to make sure not to move the body at all. While no, you're no, 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 not that things, body. Right? I'm talking about the other body of the um, mind flare. Mind flare that we killed. Oh, yeah, so yeah. We go, need to make because we still need we need that body. So Adderthorn is actually gonna run and just be like, oh crap, and then like run back to like go make sure the body's still there. All yeah. right, Buckwheat um, is gonna search the room, um, but and Quinn too. Yeah, like that. She's. If anybody wants to go right, with what him. is what is buckwheat specifically? Are you look, looking searching for the other room, the kitchen? Potted plants. Uh, no, the the bedroom. No, he's oh. looking specifically for potted plants. <laughs> there's no potted plants in this room. There is a window that looks out over the city and towards the now sunrise in the east. Um, as you're looking out, you see some very ominous-looking storm clouds approaching the city, and you oh, hear no. some distant thunder. Um, oh, let's cut to harry and then we'll go to adderthorn going into the kitchen i, I know what you're trying to do now adderthorn adderthorn said he wanted people raise is just kind of like hovering in the hallway so if he wanted to grab her he could he'd say come on like to yeah. go back to make sure that so there's storm clouds coming though why is that so concerning okay they're just um, big storm clouds storms are coming i guess i did yep. use the word ominous i just meant ominous looking <laughs> well uh he's gonna cast druid craft to predict the weather for the next 24 hours but we can go to uh, adderthorn for oh okay i'll go um, if we can go to uh draco really quick yeah and then we'll get to the we'll be right back with your weather forecast right after the break <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> she did. Raze did leave Poof with Draco yeah. and Grenold, so Poof is so, just kind of there. Dra- uh, Poof's going to be my wingman as I go up and try to comfort Draco. Um, so Harry's going to interrogate. <laughs> Harry's going to go directly to Draco, and just because like Harry recognizes the weight that's now on Draco's shoulders. Um, the pressure that now he is next in line to rule the city. And he's also just seen his father like die. I don't know if he witnessed it. Harry might ask him a little bit later. But as for right now, Harry can tell Draco's been through a lot the last 24 hours. So Harry's going to start off by casting Calm Emotions. That is a second level spell. Do you want me to re- say anything about it? Um, so it basically ends any effect that would make him frightened. Or similar effects. Uh, we're also mm-hmm. going to say for this, it's going to make him coherent and help him calm down, because that just makes sense. Um, so as you cast this spell, um, this just aura of calm just surrounds you, and Poof puts his chin on Draco's shoulder, and Grenault is just like rubbing his back, and Draco just takes a few deep breaths and manages to stop crying, and just looks up at you and says, Thank you. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, Draco, I know that I'm sure a lot of people have questions and, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be uncomfortable for the next little bit. Um, yeah. I'm really sorry about that, but uh, I just uh, want to advise you to just take a moment, you know, take a little bit to, to feel what you're going through. You know, don't try to push it off. People are going to ask you and come to you to see if you have all the answers and it's okay if you don't. Um, I just, we're going to, we're going to take care of this, Draco. And that's my promise. Thank you. You better believe it. I, I didn't see I, I didn't see exactly what, what happened, but I saw enough. And thank you for helping, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so you wouldn't happen to know much about how to rule a, a city, would you? Oh, gosh. How wouldn't do- have the foggiest. But like I said, uh, I think you'll have a clear head if you... Let yourself feel this. Go through your morning process for for a little bit. People have will have answers later. You'll have answers later. But right now, just feel Powers what you're going through. Powers the people seize the means of production. No, <laughs> I the? resist interrupting that. Too. <laughs> uh, Harry's also going to go like gra- see if he can grab a sheet or something and put it over the body. All right. Yeah. You you definitely find there's like a closet nearby that has linens in it, and you cover it. Vladimir um, Lennons? And, and uh, now, back to Buckwheat with your weather forecast. Oh yeah, next 24 hours. Definitely the least conventional weather person. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, I tell you what the forecast is. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, oh, what was I What do you think was going to happen? <laughs> do you think I control the weather? <laughs> he controls no, the storm. I'm not giving you control, control of the weather. Sunny. No, oh. I'm not doing this. You have oh, to sir. leave that in the episode. Yes, for the love of God. That is not going to be edited out. No way. I'm not even going to shorten the gap for that part. It just, it's too, too good. Oh, um, I'm the weather. <laughs> okay, so. I become Buckwheat the weather. recognizes that for some reason, the river has cooled significantly, which has created a high-pressure front over Neverwinter itself, which is causing all kinds of cyclones out over the warmer air and the warmer water, and it is approaching quickly. The next 24 hours, there's going to be a storm like Neverwinter has almost never seen. Their weather is normally very stable due to the steady 
flow of warm water from the heated volcano. river. Yeah, the heated river that comes from the volcano. Uh, so it's going to be a huge freaking storm. Uh, guys, I think we have worse problems than uh, Lord Neverwinter's death. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Never, never current, pr- current company, Buckwheat. I'm not sure you're talking to, so I'm still running to the, Uh, I'm in the kitchen, no one's there. Whatever's company, whatever's coming, I'm not sure there's going to be much of the city left. No, it's not going to be bad, it's just going to be a big storm, it's not going to, like, destroy the city. Oh, well, when you said, like, they has never seen before, I figured it's going to be, Yeah, it's never winter there, it's always summer, it's always clement. So it might be kind of weird that there's a storm There are summertime storms. Anyway, but, okay, so... So how about how about Quinn and you know the body of the uh, uh, the mind flare? Are they still Kit, there? Raisin Adderthorn make their way back to the kitchen where they did battle with the mind flare last session. Um, you see, the corpse of the mind flare is still there. It's kind of dissolving into this like gray ooze, or maybe not dissolving, but it's emitting a lot of gray ooze as it's just sitting there and festering. It smells terrible, by the way. Um. Quinn no, is nowhere to be kitchen. seen. But Quinn's gone. He's Arathorn just goes, damn it. Yeah, well, should have seen that coming. And uh, she's under their influence, so who knows what lies she's going around telling right now. We've got to get ahead of this thing, and I don't think this body's going anywhere, but we need to make sure that it is, is here for the guards. Okay. It shouldn't stay in the kitchen. It smells really bad. I... I I, I kind of agree, but at the same time, uh, uh, does anybody, you, this might be a good time for a group decision. If we could decide what to do with the body of this thing, do we put it, should we move it into the room with Never Ember, or are we just... Are we trying to Harry, set it what, up what, like what would a, what would a cop, them? not cop, do? <laughs> so, is, I, I'm assuming you've, like, Harry's in the in your presence now. I don't know. Uh, he's yelling, he's yelling down the hall, or, or whatever's happening, like, hey, you might... It, actually, you know, should you go and get more of your, your um, cop buddies and, and and we can talk about this? I'm getting real nervous. You know, guys like me usually don't hang around for this part of the interaction. Speaking of, where I are I won't even ask, but I will go get some more help. Wait, but, I mean, what, where what are they think to begin I, with? What did he think I meant by that? I don't look up at Ray. I'm, I'm asking Ray's. Ray's just kind of like, I don't know, it seems sensible to me. I try to stay away from the guards, too. Yeah, no. This is yeah, this yeah. is not how I normally do things, and I'm I'm just I'm feeling a little weird about it. Uh, don't rich and powerful people usually have like twenty four seven cards? Yeah, that's also kind of strange that there's not you know yeah. anyone around here right now. Which again, just adding the whole or, or, or maids thing. or servants or anything. There's like no there one was around. One servant. Yeah, yeah and she gone. was a spy. Yeah, there's well, no one. Well, Harry's gonna go either. look for guards, and he definitely is gonna be like on his guard as well to see if I don't know the guards have just suddenly left or died or or maybe something. the Mintarn this is right. their this I'll is need their perception coup. from Harry as he's trying to find the castle guards okay perception okay I have an okay perception oh ho, ho, nat 20 oh, oh. thank god all right as you're searching throughout the castle you hear just a muffled yell come from behind a tapestry uh, hello? Harry's gonna move, like, prod the tapestry with his rapier gently. <laughs> There's just a, another muffled yell, since you got a little closer. It's a little louder this time. Um, and the 
as you poke at the tapestry, it goes back farther than the wall around it would suggest. Okay, Harry's going to move the tapestry dramatically. Inside, you see about seven or eight Mintarn guards who are tied up, gagged, and all sitting there um, unharmed. All there in this are conveniently three Neverwinter native guards with their heads split open and their brains eaten. Ooh. Oh, oh, that's uh, that's not looking good for them. Wait, so hold on. There's there's a distinct difference. Or only the Neverwinter native guards have their heads split open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the? Uh, okay, Harry's gonna free the nearest Mintarn guard. As you do this, um, you hear a- alarm bells finally start to ring um and you hear like noise from the gates of people trying to get into the castle sounds like probably armed guards trying to get in and you kind of formulate that you know most of the guards in the castle were probably dealt with this way and if you want to keep looking you can you'll with that not 20 i'll say you can find most of the guards well okay. you'll probably find a good number of guards that have been tied up and hidden in various places <laughs> Harry's, gonna, Harry's just going to like 20. start untying some people and then tell them to like, so the guy he unties, he's going to tell him to untie his buddies and then he's going to run to the next group that he finds, tell them to untie somebody, tell them to untie and then meet them at the, I guess the kitchen and Lord Neverember's chambers because there's been a murder. I was worried that David was going to be like, great, there's no guards. <laughs> <laughs> No. You're the last five people. You find a blood puddle, that's it. It's massive. (laughs) It's awful. (laughs) So they all run off to try and free other guards without saying anything. Just the look of shock on their faces at what happened to their um, former companions. They just, they're not saying anything. They just go and try to find other people to set free. Does he come back and tell us about this, or does he? Yeah, we're waiting. For oh, I guess you're waiting to come and me. find us okay. and talk to us. So before Harry <clears throat> comes up to you guys, um, a bunch of Mentorn guards um, run in the, run in your direction. They run past you into Lord Neverember's room, and you hear just cries mm. of dismay, and you hear them ruffling things around um, and just trying to figure out what the heck happened. Um, and then Harry comes up behind them. Um, so if Raze is able to, she's going to try to stop one of the Mintarn guards. Maybe one that she might have recognized from before or something, I don't know. And, okay. and Buckwheat yeah. trying to uh, enforce what um, what Harry had said. He's like, hey, don't don't touch the body. As they're okay. doing all so the ruffling. The Mintarn guard just goes, uh, uh, oh, you're here. Uh, this funny scene. What What's going on? What do you mean, what's going on? You guys should know more than us. Well, all I know is we got tied up. Some creature came and ate a bunch of brains and tied the rest of us up. And I, what's going on? Are they, are they Pretty saying obvious? Lord Ember is dead? Yes. The same creature that killed all those other creatures or all, all the other guards, obviously. Oh, wait. Look, look at his head. Wait. No. No, I've seen enough of, of that. Why did. Why did they only kill the guards from, from Neverwinter? They only killed the guards from Neverwinter? This is news yes. to me. Yep. Yes, they did. They they only they left me alive. I'm not from Neverwinter. They only well, killed the ones that... Oh, no. What, what's going... 
That and I'm pretty sure one of your guys is behind this. At this moment, you hear the <laughs> gate outside crash open, and you hear marching coming towards the castle of guards. Probably, um, <clears throat> probably. We hope. Uh, uh, I'm. Uh, hey, I, that wouldn't happen to be like a, I don't know an invading army, would it? Yeah, you can like only one way to find out. Adderthorn's <laughs> um, kind of like hiding right now. Like he's just trying not to be too well noticed. Raze is just kind of standing there like she was going to ask the same questions that the guard ended up answering. She's like almost completely still, except you can see her tail kind of flicking back and forth sharply. Hmm. Okay. Um, he just goes quiet and he's just thinking. He's trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Right, well, you guys deal with that. I'm going to go see what's going on at the front gate. All right. Um, so as you get closer to the front gate, you see they are town guards. A large number of them. Um... They appear to have put on their armor in a hurry, but they do have a lot of their armor on. You know, every other guy is missing, like, a shin guard or a bracer or something. Um, they're carrying spears and swords, and they're coming up towards the castle. As they get closer, you recognize a couple rows back, um, um, Captain McNaughton is standing there, and he is pulling roughly by the arm Quinn. Oh, what? the hell is going on here <clears throat> and okay i mean i guess gonna oh like, thank goodness some of you guys showed up this is a mess um as they arrive um captain mcnaughton comes up to you and he just goes i what's is it true did they kill did they kill lord never ember yes no thanks oh. to this bitch wait how would they all know that this just that's, happened that's what i want to know and as, as soon as you say, as soon as you say, um, as you say yes, he just goes. I should have never trusted them. Our city doesn't say. I can't believe it. He told him they needed to get them out, and he just he starts giving orders. Everyone's marching into the castle, and they start rounding up the guards from Mintarn. Wait, wait, wait! Hold up! Hold All of up. these guards that are marching on the castle are from Neverwinter. Um, if there's Mintarn guards near us, Raze is planting herself in front of them, like, between the Neverwinter, the Neverwinter guards and the Mintarn guards. Captain McNaughton, we are witnesses of what happened. We know that what happened was not due to these guards. We were attacked by some Mind Flayers, who for whatever reason chose to attack Lord Neverember and the, the Neverember guard, the Never, Neverwinter guards. I think it's safe to assume they right, plan on invading. Well, Roll persuasion for me real quick. Okay, persuasion. I should be high. I'm a bard, right? It raises yeah. like standing oh, in front of... Good, actually. It was a 25. Yeah, it raises standing in front of the nearest Mintarn Gardens, just like glaring Look, one hand on know. each dagger. I don't know what you've seen. I do know, however, what this poor young lady has, has told me that she saw. And She's a have- thrall! Adderthorn comes out and anything. he is... We Adderthorn have pops out to and make yells, sure we have any suspects in custody. She Look, is I a kn- suspect. We have to figure out what is going. I know. I'm holding her. She's in custody. Obviously, <laughs> she's still being controlled by those Look, things. If you're sure it wasn't the Mintarn guards doing this, then I'll consider giving them a fair trial. Well, Wait, I think they're you were considering not giving guilty. them a fair trial. <laughs> pretty <laughs> obvious to me. Well, uh, I think they're innocent until proven guilty. I don't, I don't know if an oath like you can them. determine anything like that. Fine. 
He starts hey. giving new orders, and he orders them to not harm any of the Mintarn guards, but to still block them all away. Any of them that are coming close to the ones raises in front of, she's like, I don't know if she like pulls her daggers on them, but definitely like at least her tail just like comes out and like whips them across the hand or something. Just, like, does she? Does she stay hiss? Back. Is she hissing at them? She probably <laughs> something like that. Is uh, um, just say raise? Just pulls yeah. true full Navi on them. Intimidation. 18. All right. Um, they take a few steps back and they just go, <clears throat> fine, we'll, we'll get this lot later. Don't and they go on to them. other... Riz can't protect all of them. But she's just like... But I imagine, like, Poof is also beside her just, like, picking up on Raze's mood. He's not entirely sure what's going on, but he's probably just starting to growl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got, like, one ear up and one ear down and he's just growling at them like i don't know what i'm doing but i'm growling but also his tail is like wagging ever so yep. slightly because like <laughs> friends <laughs> yep that's exactly what's going on all right so you gather from the guards that quinn told the guards that the that this is the doing of um of the mintarn guards in the city who you noticed last night were most of the guards guarding the castle I knew it was weird. I called it out. Well, given that Quinn is saying it, then it's probably not that. In fact, it sounds like uh, the Mind Flayers are looking to use the Mintarns as a scapegoat. But wait, hold on. Do the, do you do do these guys even why? know about the Mind Flayers? No. I mean, we're kind of taking do they some things for. Know what Illithids are? Like, is that what you're asking? Or yeah, that was a look over at McNaught and be like, hey, you are aware that you're sitting on a giant hole in the ground that's probably a little bit closer to the Underdark than, you know, most places. I don't know why you'd want to live here, but whatever. You know those stories like about things coming up out of the ground? They're stories. Yeah, no, they're not stories, bud. Do that's you some point real at the, shit. At the slowly, yeah. Uh, yeah so I'm gonna grab force. him. Just be like, hey, yeah, come, come here, come here for a second. I'm gonna take you over. I want to show you something. He's gonna drag him over to the um, to the body of the the dead mind flare. Like, you All see, right. you you get over. He gets over there. He takes a look, and he looks so confused. Um, he like turns it over, and he just can't make heads or tails of what this is. And you see, just like a cold sweat start to gather on his forehead. Um, at this point, you hear rain start falling outside as well, and the thunder is just getting louder. I knew it. Yep. Say hello to your neighbors. This is what uh, you guys have been what? living over for God knows how long. I don't know how you haven't run into them yet. They're tricky I mean, bastards, though, and they will take down an entire city. So I don't think you've got people to spare right now. Real persuasion. Da, da, da. Damn it. It's only an eight. It's an 18. Okay. Only an 18? What do I you mean? That's pretty eight. good. I was like, you just expected more, and it was almost a natural 20. He looks at you, then he narrows his eyes, and he just goes, we'll try to have the fast trial to figure out what's going on. But if they're working together with the Mintarn guards, then it could still be disastrous to let them free. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, hear them out, hear what we have to say, don't go kill anybody just yet. Maybe not even that girl, because I think, um, you guys got any really good healers around here? Well, since I don't the trust castle, her, the best, the best heard, sleep in the West Wing. I've, oh yeah, the sleep there is absolutely amazing. Like, I felt pretty great after that, too. But no, I'm thinking more of someone that might know a, a really strong healing spell. It's yes. uh, it's not my yes. magic. Lord, but... Never, Lord Never Ember keeps several of, of his best clerics in the West Wing list. Okay, well, 
do me a favor. Any of them know Revivify? What? <laughs> what? I was like, hold on. Actually, <laughs> what? does his brain have to be intact? <laughs> he's, he's lost his brain. He, he probably need like true resurrection, true resurrection, yeah. Yeah. reincarnation. Yep. So uh, anyway, they. I've heard of this spell that might be able to, I don't know, fix her. But until we try it, don't trust a single a single thing that she says. All right, she's uh she's not herself right now. A single thing. All right, we'll lock yeah. her up with the rest. No, yeah, just not. No, you don't take your. I you go and do this now. You might want to put a gag me. on her. Nope, nope, but there's no. Fine. Raze has not left that group of Mintarn guards, by the way. She is just, like, hissing cat mode, keeping all the Neverwinter guards away from them. Aerothorn will just be like, simmer down, girl. It's all right. I think we're, we all need to have calm heads. Put, put down the blinding dagger, please. Yeah, d- yeah, but don't get close to that. Nope, nope, dude, she will. She, I swear to God, she will blind you. Don't think she's drawn them yet, but her hand are definitely on them. She's like, doesn't respond to Aerothorn, but kind of just, like, stands up from, like, an attack position and just keeps glaring at the guards. Yeah, I know from personal experience, Craig really likes blinding people. Can't believe he did that, but all right. So, um, is this this is is this weather normal? Anybody just yelling it out no, there to anybody it's around? Not. Yeah, no, I know you said that, but it's you you say a lot of weird things sometimes, and you're and I'm anyone from right. here want to tell me if this weather is normal? A couple of the passing guards are just like, yeah, this is weird. I don't know what the heck's going on. Oh, great. Okay, well, we're all going to die. This is how it ends. Okay. Um, okay. So, well, I mean, if you really want to know the source of this weather, we have to figure out why the river is so cold. Captain McNaughton comes back without quitting. Uh, and he, he first looks at Adderthorn and just says, she's in the company of the clerics now. She's being seen to. And then she'll be locked up. And then he turns to Ray's and he just says, look, I understand you're concerned. While we do not know that they are guilty, we do not know that they are innocent. We are merely going to hold them until we can get to the bottom of this. Because if they are working with the, the these elith, if elith, what did you say, Adathorn? It, it it's called elith mind flare. It, 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 mind flare. Uh, Why did you tell mind me flares. mind flare? That that's well, a lot easier to say. These, Adith- if they're working, Adith- it's more like a bias. Big words. <laughs> oh. it, it, Illithid is if what they call themselves, I think. If they're working with these mind flayers, we can't let them go free. So we just need to hold them long enough to verify that they're I not. I mean, if you're going around you rounding up people based up. on their nationality, maybe you should go get all the drow. Look, I, I don't care if they were tied up. At this point, everyone's a suspect, and I should probably be, betaini- be detaining you guys, but... Well, then how come you're not care. detaining yourself? Okay. Like, all right. Okay. Let's just everyone it harder. Calm so down. It. We didn't do anything. The guards didn't do anything. The truth's going to come out. And the reason why I refer to them as the Illithid is because they're a hive mind. These aren't even the worst ones. These are just foot soldiers. You need to be worried about way bigger and, things right now. And bud. you said, you said, Quinn, that that girl was under their control. Yeah. But who's yeah. to say any of these other guards aren't? Who's to say you're not? Fair question i don't remember <laughs> being uh yeah so it's rough when you're dealing with these the... things right <laughs> yeah so, so don't just go uh, accusing people of things uh, 
Does alcohol disrupt their uh, control over you? He's like reaching for a flask. Oh no. Erthorn's just opening it. He's going to hold his hand A narcotic that could help. You still got him sober. No, Erthorn's going to hold out his hand and put it over the flask and say, hey, these people need you right now. It's not the time for that. But but what if? What if it doesn't I'm... it doesn't help. It doesn't help. Okay. In fact, it probably makes it easier for them to control you. Like we were having a moment over here. You get... He just goes, I, I've been carrying grape juice in here for a while now. He I just know, takes a drink. First step. <laughs> a drink of the grape juice. <laughs> I'm gonna can I get a whiff of that? Is that really grape juice? It's yeah, he he lets you he smell it and it's it's like okay. It's not strong wine. Okay, because that's very normal. Because that would be like one of the main like sanitary things that you could actually drink. Some form of Arthur's going to take a little sip of it himself. Just is it any good? And also, uh, when you mash up fruit, it would start fermenting anyway because they didn't have the pasteurization process. It's a magical fantasy land. I don't know. This is not. They have Arthur's going to hand it back to him. Just be like, all right, and give him a slap on the ass, and just like go get him, Tiger. All right, so Adderthorn while you do that reaches up. It looks like Adderthorn's going for a high five right up until the moment when Adderthorn's hand just connects with Captain McNaughton's ass, just because his ass is because of how short he is. He just has to like reach up to do this. Um, and Captain McNaughton goes on his way. Uh, He turns back to Ray's and he just goes, "Now they will be treated fairly, but we do need to detain them." Sorry, the fact that McNaughton was so unaffected by this. It's just like, it's yeah, supposed to be a weird time. thing. Yeah, like, you know, you're with the boys, like, go get them. It's something they did in the Bears, man. Like, it's... Look, man, maybe it's because I've never been a boy with the boys, but, like, it's, it's kind of weird least to it's me. At least it's not the one guy you tried to pick The Bears are like a foot, like, come on, it's like based off the football team and sports thing. It's like, go get them, you know? Like, was, You've never yeah. poured one out for the homies? No. Uh, yeah, you've never had uh, dicks out for Harambe? No. <laughs> no. No. Gross. All right, we've got way off track. Bringing it back. What does Ray's response do? Is she going to let him take let them? Me, what did McDonald say again? He said, we do need to detain them. They will be treated fairly. You roll insight if you'd like. She probably would, yeah. Do I have to insight now? A plus eight to insight. Don't lie to raise my weird. Great. That's a twelve, <laughs> though. I'm wow. really good at lying. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't seem to be lying. You can't get as good of a read as you would like, but he seems really sincere. Raise wants to do things that are going to derail you even more. Uh, Raise kind of like, okay, but I'm coming to make sure they're being treated all right. Fair enough. Probably be very involved in this whole investigation anyway. Riz was considering being arrested with them just to make sure they were treated right. Oh my gosh. Adderthorn is there to the also. David's like, movement. I don't want to roleplay them being in prison. <laughs> he could also just like say, No, I'm not detaining you. I mean, she Take does me have away. Misty steps, so she could just walk up to the prison and Misty step in among the guards. You wanna go to prison? <laughs> so he takes, Captain McNaughton takes the Mentorn guards and they and they didn't have any weapons with them because they were taken away when they were tied up and who knows where those weapons went and they just willingly go with them overhearing this 
and Ray's get several appreciative nods from them as they go with um, some guards that Captain McNaughton designates. And Arathorn is asking Ray's why, like, well, one, he's telling her to relax, like, it's going to be fine. We made sure that they're going to be treated all right. And he's asking why she cares this much. Like, they, they did fail at their jobs. What? Um, Ray's will respond. She's like, maybe this time they didn't do exactly what they're supposed to. But Neverwinter hasn't exactly been nice to them either. Yeah, well, we got to let them sort their things out a little bit, too. And, um, and maybe we should probably talk to Draco just a little bit more before we go, you know, getting good. Because I'm pretty sure his dad owed us like a lot of money. And, um, you know, you can do good things with money, too. You know, maybe you know, hire him a lawyer. Someone helps him out. Or Harry puts in a good word for him. Like, apparently he's a cop. I mean, I, I could Harry hearing this. Bankholder. Ray just kind fees. of shoots Harry a suspicious look upon like having that told to her. Just like, hmm. <laughs> Did Harry I, see that? I don't know. I don't know where you guys are. Probably not trying to hide are. it. So if you happen to be looking over, yeah, you'll see it. He's going to be like, "Yeah, sorry, Harry. I don't know if that was a secret, but the cat came out of the bag a lot sooner than I thought it would." On that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yep. No. Harry's okay. going to like flash his badge really quick. But look, look, it's just. Private investigation, okay? Don't worry, you guys are fine. Wait a minute, can I see this badge? Uh, no. At this Red. moment, um, <laughs> the uh, storm seems to have been letting up for a moment, but you all see these purplish-blue flashes of light, um, and a couple of minutes later, well, not minutes, a couple of seconds later, you hear just the super loud thunder, and then the rain starts again. I just imagine, oh, that like, was weird. Ray's and Poof jump in unison at this loud sound. Okay, so... Uh, um, not only does Poof jump, poof he cowers underneath... He's just, like, laying on your feet, trying to be, like, underneath Ray's and, like, hiding underneath her tail, and he's just whimpering. Ray's just kind of, like, spreads her cloak out over him. Uh, do her Lichtenberg scars or anything have any reaction to the lightning? Yes, actually. Those scars from from the Witch Bolt that mcguffin cast along with your spell scar and adderthorn's spell scar burn for a couple of seconds after the flashes of light they burn with my spell scar that's great um, hey, that's so, new uh buckwheat uh he's gonna roll a nature check to see if these are natural um probably not not arcana just because he probably failed that because he has a pretty low bonus i mean ray's right. feeling her spell scar and the lichtenberg scars burn will roll an arcana check um but yeah, he gets 21 nature check. All right. Yeah, with that, you can tell this is not entirely natural lightning. Um, with that nature check also, uh, with your kind of internal compass, you can tell that's in the direction of the farm that you set up for berries. Gods! The Brotherhood! What? Wait, what is it, boy? What did the winds uh, tell you? Not only is this completely unnatural, but it's right over my farm! <laughs> They're just it, like... It, Wait, what's Ray's the name like, of the guy on the farm? Rubbing at her chest uh, and at her arm. Uh, Little Timmy stuck in the well? Tom? Tim Tom. Yeah, Tim Tom. Goat man. Goat hater. Oh, he's no, the no, one no, that, that's yeah. the guy who's helping the no, farm. No, no, no. He calls everybody else Tim Tom, but uh, I don't remember what his name was. Let me see if I have it. Anyway, so, like, um, all right, so are we done here? I mean... To go save my farm. Okay, okay, no, no, no. You know that's really that's that's right. We gotta go save the farm. One last thing. Arthorn's gonna run back to the uh, the room 
and he's going to try and uh, steal the pillow off of the bed at the very least. And was there? Eustace freaking else? slaps his hand. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's still of, in there. Not no, not of the no. I'm talking the rooms that we slept in. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm not going okay. to try and take the bloody <laughs> pillow from under the Lord oh, Never Ember's corpse pillow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his brain juice pillow. Ooh. Uh, yeah, he's gonna try and stuff that under his uh his uh shirt or uh or somehow fit it into his gale male armor. I don't know. He's gonna figure that out. All and right. then as he's wa- as he's walking back out of there, he probably should have done this part first. He's gonna walk over by Draco and just be like, hey, um, I'm I'm really sorry about your dad, and um, I I don't know if you need, if you need anything, you just you just let us know. You know, I, I you seem like you seem like an okay kid, and you know you're gonna have a lot of responsibilities. And if you need help or guidance, I um you know maybe maybe we can help you out. But let's know if he looks up at you and gives you like a half smile, and he holds out a smooth gray river rock. I haven't and heard he, him talk yet. And it's like, it was like, uh, he just says, it's this. I'll, I'll use this to call if I need you. Freaking sending stone. Oh, all right, cool. No, I, yeah, I think these are all right. Well, appreciate it. Um, but hey, stay safe. And, um, you know, if you got people that you really trust, keep them close. Thank Does you. this go both ways? Like, can we, can I talk to you through this too? And he holds it up. And he starts talking into it. Does anything happen? I, I have to initiate the connection. Oh, okay. So you have to do that right now. Is this like one of those? Like you set it up. Do I guess sign something? He pulls out a, an identical rock um, and taps a spot on the bottom of it, and then starts talking. And you feel vibrations traveling through the stone through your arm, and just like somehow making it into your ears. And you hear him talking through the stone. And since he's right there, you also hear him at the same time. It's a very strange Reverb. experience. Very yeah. nice cool. yeah. connection. Yeah. Just shivers turn on bit. the Bluetooth right there, and now it's both yeah. connection. That's new. All right, different from the old, the other voices in there. <laughs> now that I have voice. All right, hey, oh. if you need anything, you just uh, poo, and he's gonna head out. And I don't know right. if the pillow was bulging out. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have you roll dis. Uh, wait, no, sleight of hand, and if you have any proficiency for like a disguise kit or anything, I'll let you. I do not. Oh, okay. And that is an eight. That is an eighteen. Okay, yeah, um, it just looks like, you know, you ate really well for the last month or two. <laughs> and since, It was great! Since he hasn't seen you before this very much at all. Not while he was in his normal. right mind, at least. Yep. Alright, well, that's, uh, we got a sending stone. What do we, uh, hey, do we want to get out of here? You know, it's just, it feels kind of tense right now, and, um, it'll... We all just been standing in the rain this whole time. You're in the castle. Yeah. Oh. So say if we'd been outside, Ray's is probably just vibing in the rain. She's got her hood up. She's fine. It looks so dark and brooding. You had anything on your mind? Not gonna talk. All right. She's okay. Like, That's well, weird. Well, no. She was. She kind of like quiet for a bit. She goes. It didn't rain like this in the Feywild. It's nice sometimes. Does it rain there at all? Mm, sometimes. Usually weird rain though. Of course is- it is. What is Buckwheat doing at this point? Sometimes it's purple. Is, is everyone rain. heading to the farm, or is it just him? Because he—that's probably what he's doing. Oh, I like asked you guys, what were, what looking... are we doing? Uh, did you just take? Wait, so did quiet. you did you take off? <laughs> the farm! Did you just take <laughs> off running towards the farm? Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, so are you guys gonna follow him? Probably, yeah. 
Uh, all right, we should go get Buck. All right. I guess we'll, we'll Eustace say... is still crying? <laughs> does, does someone? Oh, no. just <laughs> running wrong, crying. Uh, at some point, uh, we would. I feel like we would have been like, hey, like tried to get Eustace, like, hey, we got to... Yeah, I think we should get out of when, here. When he went to talk Sorry. to Drake, we saw Eustace was still there. And he's like, oh, Eustace, come actually, on. I, I totally meant to do that, actually. Just be like, oh, hey, uh, <clears throat> sorry about your friend. I can't, I just did this with Draco, and I'm not good at these things. And I'm like, I'm really sorry that he's dead. But <clears throat> let's go kill the bastards that did this, huh? There's some purple lightning outside, and I think I think it's evil. I Same will follow thing? you. So I'm looking through my spells to see if there's anything that could help. And all I have are stuff that would make the storm worse. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Okay, so you guys are just charging through the city in the rain. You hear people talking about just all kinds of different rumors about what's going on at the castle. Some people think it's a coup. Some people have it right that Lord Never Ember is dead. Some people think it's the Mintarn guards that are doing it. And you hear one person talking about how everyone should lock themselves inside their houses and hide until as long as they can. Um, <clears throat> not a bad plan. Are, are there, is there like that one crazy guy who's like, the world is ending! The world is ending! The end is nigh! Yeah, there's, there's a couple of those that you pass as well. Everyone catches up to Buckwheat at, at the outskirts of the city, um, right by, um, like, at the entrance to this property that buckwheat has rented out for the purpose of growing berries um you see a couple of faint wisps of smoke coming off of the property just tiny ones um often kind of the back portion of it and as you approach this property you recognize the old guy Taya, did you write down his name <laughs> well so the old guy i think was thomas tom and the the goat guy was tim okay all right you see thomas um come up to you and go oh thank thank heavens um uh something terrible seems to have happened that my my liege my what do i call you my lord my uh brother buckwheat brother buckwheat yes um please come inside i can explain Uh, sure is there nothing that needs urgent attendance where's that smoke coming from it, it'll take a little bit to explain, and you might want to dry off a little bit before going out there. I don't know. Um, or I could just explain it here, I guess. Uh, who cares about it, my joints? It's fine. It, it's, it's been a weird day, man. Is it, to look around. Is there anything suspicious? Like, did the storm get worse once we got to the farm? Like, So the storm has calmed to just, like, a steady drizzle of rain now. Thunder is all in the distance. Um, and, yeah. We're the I don't know workers. why they said and that's it. Like um, we're the the workers because the we had the brothers that were you know tending to the farm. Uh, an excellent question. Half of them are gone. What do you mean half of them are gone? What do you mean by gone? So I assume you heard that lightning. Um, it struck yeah. one of the patches where we were growing the berries. Some of them were beginning to you know spring forth and put out their little adorable little baby plant leaves. The lightning struck twice. In that patch, oh. and what color was it? It was like the bluish purple. Yeah, um, you know, know, the color of lightning. And people have got out there. About half of the workers of of the brothers have gone out there to check on the plants afterwards, and none of them have come back. And it's I, I got. Do I, 
with an did, eye shot of the lightning strike, and the, there's a lot of skeletons. Did the did the um the purplish lightning remind me of anything of like the uh, Eldritch Blast? The way that it looks, like power wise. No. Do I know of anyone that destroys their enemies by using lightning? purple lightning storms that might operate um, in shady business? You mean other than Buckwheat? I'll have you roll Arcana. Oh, he hasn't cast it yet, but he does have a spell that oh, creates thunderstorms. It's only it's a five. Ooh. All right. Um. Yeah, you have no clue what kind of causes lightning. Is it reminiscent of Witchbolt by chance? No. Mm. There was a okay. lot of like. I will say though, with Adderthorn and Raze, you can tell there was a lot of wild s- magic energy involved because you felt it with your spell scar. Okay, I'm just also sure I'm suspicious. Like, if someone's trying to sabotage our operation, basically, like, why would someone want to take down a drug cartel? Is it, it's like if Question. I because th- I'm I'm thinking that way and I'm asking that question. Would I would I know anything? And I don't know why an Arcana. Because that's not Arcana, that's him being associated and trying to think... History or something. Enemies or something. Yeah, that would um, be closer to history. Yeah, you could roll history as well. I thought you were asking about, like, what magic was involved in the lightning strike. That's why I said Arcana. That's but yeah, we're trying to figure out who might have motivation for this. What was yeah. the roll again? 16. And one of my traits is that, like, I, I have contacts in the underworld and I'm associated with those things. So this is a valid question, okay. I think, that um, is. The things that come to mind, you've heard um, people grumbling about this brotherhood of dirt in the underworld because a lot of them were doing really well selling berries until somehow this brotherhood had a ton of stuff made from the berries that they were just they just took over the market. So Kronthal, a couple other people like him are really upset by this. And you would probably know this from your underworld or not underworld just trips to the pub and whatever whenever we've had time for that like just trying to keep up with what's going on yep all right well tell us what you know oh all i know is i went out there never come back lighting must have done something terrible because and when you say those guys gone are gone and haven't come back we saw a bunch of skeletons out there and no one's been allowed to approach it since uh you may you and your group may be more qualified to investigate this than us. Uh, wait, at least I wait, hope so. Wait, when you say skeletons, you mean like they're dead and their bones are all that's left behind? Or like, yep. you know, they've been reanimated yeah, just, and we got to... Oh, okay. No, right, no just, they weren't moving. Well, uh, it's probably so, not necromancer, guys. You so uh, Buck, Buckwheat uh, goes behind to see all the bodies of his fallen brothers and he just kind of collapses onto the ground, onto his knees. He's like, no! Oh! Yeah. Do I believe that? That no? Should I roll insight for that to see if he's being <laughs> genuine? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I I think whatever you roll Dude. insight, you could tell it's sincere. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, you're really playing this, right, out. Jacob? Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not good at role playing. Okay, let me try this again. No, it's good. Oh no, God! No. It's not- no! <laughs> Oh. That actually makes it even worse. I'm just like, it's like, all right, you've really, we just met these guys. Like, I know we rescued them and everything, but yeah, did you? How many did you know my first name? I mean, come on, I'm not they saying that. They were part loud. of our brotherhood. I know, I know, Buck. They were part. We they, were brothers. They died doing what they loved, right? At least we know that. Should we Who check did? out the bodies, Harry? Do we use anybody? Do we? What do we? I don't know what to do anymore. 
Okay, uh, he, uh, Buckwheat looks up into the sky and sees these dark, magical clouds, and he attempts to cast Dispel Magic on them. Okay. What level? Uh, that, that would be third level, so I guess that's just the base level. This is interesting. It's um, a roll, though, the, right? Yeah, it if is a roll. It's actually going to do something. It's so a roll, it's... and it has a limited range of 120 feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are the clouds yeah, with no, 120 like, feet? Oh, 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 120 feet. Never mind. <laughs> if We're it was s- a magic fog, yeah. you got it. But clouds. <laughs> How high are these clouds? I don't know. Yeah, what kind of clouds are these, David? Are they serial uh, cumulus <laughs> or if if this was a spell, this would be like They're such a high level spell that like I don't know if a third level dispel would actually do anything. Well, to if it, it's though. above a third level, it's a roll to avoid being dispelled, right? Yeah, there's yeah. a chance you can dispel but a cast. It automatically roll. ends what? the spell on target if the spell's level is equal to or less than the level of the spell slot you use, if it's a higher level. So uh, ba- basically, uh, it, if I cast fourth level and the spell is a fourth level, it automatically gets dispelled. Yeah, what happens if it's a higher a... level? If it's a higher level, then I have it's... to roll. Um, let's see. I, I have think to he roll, has to roll uh, my right? spell save DC. Okay, yeah, yeah, roll that. All right, so it's uh, the modified. Do you have to roll? I thought he has to roll. And then it depends on he has to roll. Someone has to roll, but like the the make an ability check using spell casting ability. Okay. Oh really? All right. So so it's a d twenty plus my wisdom modifier. It probably won't do it because the the DC is ten plus the spell's level. Oh yep. So you've got like a small chance. You could you could get a nat twenty. And I did dispel not. something, but I got an eight. So that's okay. an eight, an eight plus three. That's uh, unless it's a level one, I didn't dispel it. So you do see the clouds swirl a little bit more rapidly than they were in response to your spell, and then they calm back down when you're when you stop like pushing with your magic against them. Oh, uh, uh, Buckwheat now looks uh, quite tired and very distraught. Okay. Um. For those of you looking around, there are two giant black scorches that are about 10 feet by 10 feet on the ground. Um, this is kind of the edge of the property. Um, there's a fence of stacked wooden logs. On the other side of that fence, there's a creek, and there is a forest. And a good section of that forest looks very decayed um, directly across the stream. Um, around these lightning spots, there are... 20 to 25 skeletons. Not animate skeletons, but like... <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. They're just We're all skeletons. like roll initiative. Bone piles. Bone piles. Just piles of bones. We investigate the... You can investigate the skeletons. Hey, you, Eustace is going to walk up. He's seeing what's up. He's I can't even be sure if these are... Which brothers these check. are. These could be Vincent and Tom... Eustace, you should do yeah. your um. Oh yeah, Eustace is doing a medicine sensey thing. Uh, well, it uh, it doesn't really work like that. <laughs> oh. I'll I'll assist Eustace in looking at these things. And then, uh, and Harry is, like says exactly that. Hey, why don't you do that paladin sensey thing? <laughs> Are there any animals nearby? Uh, Use your paladin paladin tingle. Roll survivals for rage. Eustace tingle. Nineteen. Okay. Um. You find a single mole that is just like barely poking <laughs> its nose up. 
um, and it's like sniffing, and it'll like poke its nose up for like two seconds and sniff, and then run back in its little tunnel. She's gonna cast um, speak with animals and try to talk to it. Okay, what were the other roles that we had? I'm just a, just I'm now? just assisting um, Eustace's oh. investigation. So yeah, I mean, advantage. I guess. With the prompting of of Buckwheat saying some silly things about if Paladin senses. Uh, Wait, yeah, no, Eustace... Buckwheat wasn't the one that said that. That, <laughs> that was, was Harry. That was very Harry. much Harry. With Harry saying that, Eustace will kind of give him a weird look. Like, uh, okay. He'll use the divine <coughs> sense, but, you know, it, it, it only detects good and evil. Uh, things affected by the Hallow spell or the location of any celestial fiend or undead. Okay. Um, not not super helpful there. How far well, be out a does it go? for sure if we... Some. If it if but yeah, feet. if the skeletons were undead, that would be well. It, it's yeah, like it's like walking magic. Okay. Why why are you asking how far it edge. goes, David? Uh, the, the range that you can detect as you're walking around a little bit. Um, you sense there are two undead presences on the other side of this creek. <laughs> you tell us with the the weird the weird look that he gave uh <laughs> he gave Harry. Turns to a frown and a furrow. <laughs> what? As you, your, as your tingle Eustace, not working? Adderthorn's gonna oh, no. draw his bow. He's and Eustace pull. looks toward the forest. There's something there. Oh, heck. I didn't expect that to actually. Yeah. Give it a die. Adderthorn, does, he's got his bow out and it's drawn. <clears throat> is, this does seem like dark and evil. Uh, hopefully a radiant shot. Do we need to go check it out? Um, did Buckwheat roll I... an investigation something or other? Yeah, Eustace was gonna, and, yeah, and Eustace was gonna roll a, a medicine while we were looking through stuff. But yeah. I think, yeah, I think now he's gotten distracted. I thought I was, yeah, I thought I was helping with like an investigation or a medicine for okay, Eustace. What did Buckwheat but... get for investigation? Oh, Buckwheat? Um, sure, he can roll investigation. I guess. I guess that it'd be. I thought you were uh, looking. He got thirteen. Um, he's trying to ent- okay. identify the bodies. Okay. Um, you're not able to identify the bodies <laughs> the with that. Because they're just bones. You can't tell. Um, I knew these bones. <laughs> Checking oh, their dental records. I knew him well. Oh, Joseph, how could this have happened to you? You can't tell that something metabolized all of the meat on these bones. Every last scrap of meat on like these bones. Something them? metabolized it very fast. Oh. And just spit out the bones. Oh, no. I know what that is. And but, Buckwheat uh, might know he, what it is. Okay, too. does Buck oh, no. does Buckwheat know what would uh, do this? Give me, nature. Give me a nature check. Yeah, sure. Because this is something you might have heard right, that's of. That's twelve. Father Oak. Nope. Nope. Mm. <laughs> okay. Wait. Did I Some talk weird to the slimy mole creature has eaten these. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Ray's is talking to the mole. Ray. Um. Like, hi. Could I ask you some questions? Yep. Nope. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yep. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it sounded like you said nope. Uh, she, did you... She, she probably realizes that moles can't see it, but she's like, did you feel what happened here? Do you have any idea what went wrong? So, uh, there was a big boom, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I use sounds to see what's going on. So, at first, the minute, I couldn't tell what's going on at all. And, and, yeah. then, and then the roots underground as I was digging. So they started trying to grab me. Oh. And, and so I, I tunneled as fast as I could and I came back just now and it smells like weird roots that tried to grab me and I'm just waiting for the smell to go away 
It doesn't seem like there are any roots here now. I see. Makes yeah. it hard to tunnel with nothing holding the dirt together. I can imagine. We'll try to plant some more stuff for you so that there's roots. Wait, the roots tried to grab you? Yep. From the uh, berry bushes? Yes. I guess they were berry bushes. I didn't like eating those roots because they made my tongue feel weird. Yeah, they, they're kind of weird berries. You probably shouldn't eat anything with those plants. You should stick to worms and stuff. Oh, God. Yep. Oh, I the smell like, was pauses out the forest. for a moment to yell at Adderson and goes, Adderson, do you still have worms for other thorn? Uh, no, I, I switched it out for some treats that I stole from the castle because he's a, he's a dog now, so it's not as good, but why, why do you, why do you need worms? I was going to give it to the mole for being nice to us. You're going fishing. You're, you're talking to a mole? Yeah, hang on. And she goes back to talking to the mole. Okay. As you're talking, you guys hear, and Eustace sees, looking towards the forest, as everyone else hears the splashing in the creek, Eustace sees what he can now identify as two shambling mounds Boy. coming across the creek out of the dying forest towards you. That's why I'm going to take a shot. Well, I had a, I, that's why I had a shot ready. Do I see that as well? Uh, yep. Sure. Take your shot right. at one of them. Okay. So to hit the radiant short bow plus seven, that's a thir- 13 to hit. Before that gets too far and raises basically just going to ask the mole if it like sends some weird make... vibrations that might have to do with the magic. Um, the mole's just like, uh, yeah, other than the, the, the roots trying to grab me, that seemed pretty weird. And that's something to do with magic, I assume. Yeah, All right. Probably. And that misses Adderthorn. Raise! Stop just talking to the mole! Send the mole off with like, Sorry I couldn't get you any worms or anything. I'll try to bring some next time. That's okay. We'll make, I'm just glad I'm we'll alive. Make, we'll make sure to plant some roots for you. <laughs> Stop talking to the mole! Raze? No! Raze is just always talking to strange creatures whenever we get attacked. Our next initiative, 19. My goodness, my die loves the number 17 today. Ooh, that's convenient. This is like the third or fourth time I've rolled a 17. Okay, um... Why am I so far away from Holy. everyone? I'm going to move crap. everyone to where I'm they really are. really far away. Here in a second. You just, just rolled a 22. Woo! Dang. Oh. Nice. Too, too bad it's per- an initiative. Yeah. <laughs> Not super useful. Because yeah. you got to run all the way <laughs> over there. Attacks. You even yeah. beat my initiative. You were very aware of them and ready to fight their undead. I just admire his, his gusto. Just always runs right into battle. Doesn't always hit things, but he's there. <laughs> Okay, we're going to move everyone to where they are real quick. Uh, um, closer to those things than I'd like to be. So I assume so, you like got up to the fence to shoot at them. Yeah, Eustace was, was walking slowly. Was, yeah, it would have been What by the heck Eustace. is going on here? So it is Eustace's turn first as these shambling mounds enter the creek. Um, just a quick description of this map that we're fighting on. Um, so there is a creek flowing from the bottom left of the map up towards the top right of the map. Um, on In kind of the bottom right half, it's tilled farmland with two giant lightning scorches in it. And on the opposite side of the creek, so the top left end of this map, there's forest that has a bunch of dead and dying trees and a bunch of dead and dying grass. Um, so yeah, and it's Eustace's turn. He is right up against this fence that divides the farmland from the creek. 
these are undead. They're undead plants. Cute. Which buckwheat, I'm sure, abhors. Well, he's already upset over all this destruction of, of both people that he was connected to and end of the forest. But now this is just like putting me over the edge. <laughs> Can't take well, it. I will destroy you. Goodness. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, do, is this river deep enough to be difficult terrain? Yes. Crap. Well, I can only move 10 feet. Yeah. Wait for them to come to us. No, he's hopping the fence and he's going to he can move that far. <laughs> the fence will also be difficult terrain. The squares with the fence. All right. in them. Eustace will hop the fence and that's all he can do. Well, you. <laughs> oh, no. You could. He's so dash heavy. Because it's your turn, so you could dash. You could yeah. Still move 20 feet. No, I, I mean, I guess you're right. Okay. Oh, well, you can move the 10 feet because. It's hit halved twice. Mm. Yeah. So Eustace hopped in the one square, difficult terrain in the next square. Yeah. yeah. Eustace yeah. Uh, had a really hard time jumping over this fence because he's real heavy with this armor and uh, had un- unclear footing on, on the river stones. But boy, is he ready. Ooh, right. Riz, like, thanks the mole one more time and she, like, responds to Adderthorn yelling for her to stop talking to the mole. It kind of, like, gets a grip on her own. Uh, and she pulls out her bow. She's gonna shoot. At the one guy, she can't hit them both because they're not within five feet of each other, but that's okay. She's going to use a level two Hail of Thorns on the Shambling Mound one, the one to the left, regardless that's further away okay. from Eustace. Okay, now I need to roll the hit. Oh, help. I can't remember how math works. Hmm. Okay. That's extremely relatable. First, oh my goodness, I'm going to miss both attacks, I think. That's a 13 and an 11. Yeah, those both missed. Um, You let two arrows fly, and they both just, like, it's halfway between a thunking sound and a just squishing sound as they impact into this thing, and it just doesn't appear to harm it at all. That's how we're going to describe you not meeting its AC. Okay. It's concentration up to a minute on this spell, so I could hit with it again. Okay. All right. uh, Buckwheat's turn. Raise is a little thrown off by the lightning, like, messing up her chest and her spell scars. She's not aiming as well as she should. Alright, um, enraged, um, Buckwheat is going to sprint up to the fence and just kind of hop on through it, I guess. Uh, I mean, he can't get over it, so he just, like, he's right at the edge of the fence. <laughs> and then he, um, he's gonna cast, uh, Ice Dagger at the... Um, shambling mound further away from Eustace, down down by the bank. Okay, and so that does piercing damage on a hit, and then an explosion of cold damage, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, roll to hit. Oh, yeah, that's twenty one. That definitely hits. Okay. Then let's see one d ten of piercing damage, and then two d six of cold damage if they and they have to succeed. Okay, no, let me find a, a d ten save. Yes, it's a dexterity saving throw. It fails the deck save. Mwahaha. Alright. Alright, so it takes uh, five piercing damage, and then um, 2d6. I'll just do that manually. And then um, eight uh, exploding ice damage. Okay. Um, so you can tell as this cold explosion kind of envelops it that it does not affect this thing nearly as much as it should. Mm-hmm. The, the piercing connects, does the damage, like it, it doesn't nothing special um but the cold really doesn't seem to affect it as much as it should 
does it um does it affect the water that's like yeah a little it... a little bit of the water like freezes but not next enough to, to it. trap it or anything like that okay. no all right well that's the end of his turn so i'll just uh pass it off to adderthorn all right adderthorn um okay so i'm actually only 16 feet away from these things so it's a little close is there anything to hide around on this scorched earth or uh, and you could hide behind the fence it's just like stacked logs so you'd have to like do a little bit of contortioning to completely okay. keep yourself so out of view but or is is harry big enough for me to hide behind <laughs> harry is six inches taller than you so <laughs> yep Technically, I mean, or no, Harry's yeah. a foot taller than you. I yeah, am, yeah. Um, all right, well, he wants to get a little bit further away, kind of looks between Harry, Braze, and darts over behind Harry, and I guess he'll roll stealth. Okay. That's a 28, so amazingly, I make that work. Sorry, it's Harry's a, like, where'd he go? It's like that situation where you like, somebody looks around, <laughs> you move. Yeah. <laughs> Harry's just, just like, like Adderthorn's gone. He's Did gone. He just, like, just here. Tunnel like the mole. And then there's a little, a little golden kind of arrow pokes out from either, not between his legs. I'm not gonna be rude, but um, <laughs> I am gonna do shoot from the his side and I'll take a shot with a radiant short bow. That's a 21 to hit. That definitely. And it actually, it was it's advantage because I'm stealth, so. 26 okay yeah oh oh damn it i didn't get to cast hex it was a 19 it would have been a crit would have made it a crit oh i had to that's all right it couldn't happen does radiant do extra damage to undead so i would i think so sometimes i hope so yeah does this you get to do extra yeah yeah, only one point of my damage is radiant damage, so... Right. That's, um... This doesn't have any particular vulnerabilities to it. All right. So well, for damage, it. then, it's just 6 plus 8, 14. Okay. And that's on the Shambling Mound 2. That's all, all I right. can do. And Buckwheat targeted Shambling Mound 1, right? Yes. Okay. Just making sure I'm tracking where all the damage is going correctly. That's good. Okay. Um, and yeah, enough it sense to not want to explode, Eustace. The Shambling Mound's turn. It has all of... Okay, it's going to move 10 feet toward Buckwheat. Um, or will it dash? It's going to dash and start climbing up onto the fence through this difficult terrain. This thing, as it gets close to you, um, it is a size larger than Buckwheat. So Buckwheat's a medium creature. This thing is like... <sighs> 10, oh 11 feet tall of just this writhing mass of plant matter that is just rotting. It smells awful. Um, and then it is going to be the other Shambling Mound's turn. Um, it can actually get within attack range of Eustace, even with the difficult terrain. And it is going to attempt its slam attack on him. It gets two of them. Eustace, does a, does a dirty 20 hit? That does. Okay. So that is nine bludgeoning damage. No, Oof. that is 13 bludgeoning damage. That's 2d8 plus four. Oof. He's been smacked, knocked on his butt. He's or maybe just maybe, bottom. Maybe because uh, he, he's close enough to the fence, he gets smacked and he hits the fence and his arms are over the fence like the like WWE wrestling. <laughs> oh boy. All right, and, and then it's Harry's turn. Okay, um, important question. Um, did we take a short rest? 
I don't believe that we did. No. We've been pretty active. It's okay. Um, also, another question. <clears throat> okay, so Harry is, uh, f- first off, like, a bolt of, like, radiant, like, energy arrow thing goes, flies past his hip. Jeez, I, I didn't know that's what shooting from the hip was like, but, uh, okay. <laughs> you hear a begrudging chuckle. <laughs> Harry's gonna move here right next to Buckwheat, and he's gonna bring it out his blade and go slicing um, with his rapier and dagger. And okay, first one does not hit. And the second one uh, does a 14 hit? Nope. It okay. does not hit. Oh man. Okay. The calculator said this was doable. It would be Are if we, we were die? going well. <laughs> Well, Raisin probably won't since they're ranged. Oh, All right, uh, at least one of us is. <laughs> Theoretically, Raisin is ranged. Yeah. But what did she do last time? Yeah, Not ranged. <laughs> All right. Um, Harry should probably back up. His attack didn't do so well. Uh, right, it's used as his turn. Action? Uh, I can't. I used action and bonus action and movement. Okay. Well, if you move back, then you he'll get an he'll get an attack of opportunity. I mean, there is a fence in between you guys. It is true. Yeah, yeah, but how tall is this fence? The thing is taller huge. than buckwheat. It's not taller. No, not the, than no it's small. Fence. I could I could barely hide behind it. No, not the fence. The the creature. I yeah. was talking about the fence. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Harry's Harry slashes at the uh, the plant thing and whiffs it, cutting off just a few leaves. And now it's Eustace's turn. Yeah, internet's back. Uh, so I'm back on back on the computer. Back on the good audio. Alright. Yay! I need Alex to... is no longer on the moon. No longer on the moon. Uh, there we go. Okay, I refreshed the page. Okay. Uh, well, since he's right there, <clears throat> might as well just smack this pup. Eustace with his battle axe. Going hacking and slashing on these weeds. First attack. Oh, he's a seven. Oh, no. Yeah, that misses. Yep. But he can attack twice per action. That's nice. Uh, and that's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, boy. That's what you're going to miss. Um, yeah. So uh, how about as a, a bonus action then? I will, Eustace will cast, what was I doing? What was I looking at? We'll cast Sanctuary on, on, uh, Buckwheat. He's in, he's in trouble. Not yet. You will be. Depends on if my plan works. <laughs> anyway, so you cast Sanctuary on, on, uh, Buckwheat. Yeah, doesn't that expire as soon as I attack, attack. the thing? Oh, no, you're right. Can you cast on yourself? Yeah. That would probably be That'll at least protect you until the like next right turn. Yeah, okay, yeah, it'll sanctuary. it'll help a little bit. Yeah, okay, Eustace will cast Sanctuary on himself to give him a, a little bit of a little bit of protection. Cool. Alright, you wanna click the little check mark? Yep, yep, yep. Alright, raise his turn. Yep, Ray's gonna be she has a better shot. Uh important question. If she were to yell for Buckwheat and Harry to duck, as a reaction would they be able to duck behind the fence and have some degree of cover? Yeah. Yeah, they could. Great, because she's still focusing on Hail of Thorns. So they're within five feet now. Uh, we'll give them advantage on their. Uh, how much cover would it be? Half or three fourths? Half cover gives you plus two. Three fourths cover gives you plus five. Is the thorns a to hit or is it a save against it? 
It's a save against it. Okay, so I'll give them advantage on their save against it. That sounds better. That's a 15 uh, and a 24 to hit. Both hit. Great. Make your deck saves, Sam. <laughs> okay, two deck saves? It's a 13. No, just one, because it only hits once. Okay. Oh, good thing I have advantage. Oh, heavens. <laughs> oh, yeah, does, that affect, yeah. does that affect Eustace as well? Nope, he's not within five yeah. feet. Okay. Uh, 19 my, for Harry. Uh, 10 for, for Buckwheat. Oh! All right, Buckwheat. No. I'm so sorry. So Buckwheat is the We're only gonna... thing that fails. Well, anyone who succeeded still takes half damage. Oh, no! Oh, no! No! I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. All right, so Hail of Thorns damage. That is, what did I do to my die? Oh, my word. How much is the regular damage before Hail of Thorns? Did you do max damage? Not quite, but I did 16. All right, regular damage. Um, Oh, Buckwheat. Uh, regular oh damage is going to be 8 plus 16 Hell of Thorn, plus I can do another d4 of psychic damage because I hit the thing. I hit twice. Hang on, let me roll the other damage. So just so arrows. It's half damage on both? No, because the arrows hit him. So it'll be 16 oh, okay. from the arrows, 16 from the Hail of Thorns. It'll just be 8 for the things that saved, plus nice. another 1 psychic damage to the Shambling Mound. Dang, you just did 33, did 33 damage. damage in one That's pretty good. You did 16 that... damage to Buckwheat and 8 damage to me. <laughs> and is Woof. that 33 with having the Hail no, of Thorns? No, having damage? that would be minus 8, so that would be... 25. 30, 25, yeah. 35. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna add. <laughs> Father, why have the plants Thanks. turned against like, me? Oh, Buckwheat's having like a total <laughs> mental crisis right now. Um, I still have a bonus action. What do I want to do with that? Hail of Thorns wasn't a bonus action. I cast it last turn, and as long as I concentrate, I have it for up to a minute till I hit something. Oh, shoot. That's nice. Pretty cool. Wait, I can use my other thing and deal another d4 damage, because I can do favored foe. Alright, that's gonna be another three damage to the Shambling Mound. 28. As I hone in on it. Dang, that's pretty good. If Buckwheat wasn't just <laughs> mm, okay. So he's just that like got next. thorns stabbing throughout it's his okay. body. Yeah, Harry, Harry's, Harry's bleeding pretty right profusely too. It looks like he's got you've got some good, some uh, important veins. He's just kind of like went to the back of Harry's okay. head. Isn't that like the? Didn't she do that last round where she hit us as collateral as well? <laughs> Buck, it's happened turn. before. It has happened before. Raises is a little sloppy. <laughs> oh, oh what, what was that? Like... Like, just a burn. I don't know if it's going to focus on it. Like, it's chipped right. on the end of it. Oh. No. What oh, is Buckwheat chi- doing? Okay, Buckwheat is uh, going to perform a shove, since you specified he's only one size larger. And in this case, okay. he's going to use his acrobatics check, because acrobatics is better than his athletics. Okay. All that time climbing trees. Ah! Wait, What happened? Gonna... Oh, Five! No! It does what? nothing! Oh no! So use your action to try to shove him. Yes. Oh no! What? Why would to you... shove him off of the fence? Yeah, like, I was going to shove him in the, in the creek. Yeah, and then freeze him. Oh man! And he would have been easier to hit all. when he was prone. Um. Well, I guess well, someone would choose they had sanctuary. Speed? Um. Well, yeah, he could leave, but then he would get an attack of opportunity. Yeah. You cast something. Kill yourself. Oh, I, I already used my action. I don't have any bonus actions. 
Oh, you don't have healing word anymore? Healing touch or that wasn't a bonus action. Oh, you had cure wounds. Yeah, I I had cure wounds. Oh yeah. Okay, you. That's unfortunate. You don't have any bonus action stuff, um, and you're not going to move at all. Ah, sure. I'll just I'll back up and take the hit. I guess. (laughs) So he's going to back up like a good, you know, ten feet. That is a thirteen to hit. Um, he misses. Out of Thorn's turn. All right. Well, Adderthorn is going to try and cast, or not try. He will. Oh, we can't do Hexblade's Curse. He's already used it, and we haven't had a short rest. No. Oh, my gosh. What am I supposed to do now? Okay. Well, I don't need to. I've got advantage in the Shambling Mound, too. So take a shot. Radiant Shortbow for. That's at least I got. No, I hit in the 20, 22 and 21. So they still hit. And then. Okay. Damage is 8 plus 7, so that's 15. Okay, that means he's had that much damage. These guys have both had almost the exact same amount of damage on them. One has 37, one has 38. Um, Any movement on your... T- Wait, no, if you're shooting without moving, you're going to have disadvantage trying to shoot past Eustace at this angle. Like, oh, Eustace is yeah, right well, in the line of fire. I'll move further over here then okay. to get a better shot. Cool. Sounds good. Whoops. Um, so that's the damage. 15 more damage to him. Um, and who is next? It is the Shambling Mount that is next to Harry. He's going to roll his two smacks. You waste. That's a Smack. 10 and a 12. Ha! Okay. Uh, that's good. And then he's going to crawl up over the fence. Oh, no. And still be within range to hit Buckwheat. Except that now he's flanked by both Harry and Buckwheat. But he can hit both of them if he wants. Um, and then it's is off. the other Shambling Mound's turn. It has to make, what, a wisdom saving throw to be able to, to target Eustace? <clears throat> okay, and what's yeah. the save? 14. It failed both saves. It loses both attacks. Yo! Hey. Sanctuary! And now it's Harry's turn. Dumb plant. Okay. There's no one else that could target, wise. so... You said that we are flanking the, um, the yes, Shambling Mound? Yes, advantage on attacks now. I'll take it. I will take it. Okay. Oh, I didn't even need advantage on that one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> on, fir- on my first roll, it was a 19, and then on the second one for the first roll, it was a crit. So, I did not need advantage. Wow. Irony. Okay. Um, but I will attack with alacrity so the first one's just an, a normal attack with the rapier just gonna be a d8 wait do bards get two attacks uh i'm doing bards bard does yeah Subclass. Oh, wow. well i'm doing my bonus action i will get double attack next level up oh, okay um so that's gonna be a seven piercing from the rapier and then and this is this rapier is magical right Yes, so that one is magical weapon, so magical piercing. And then the dagger, which got the crit, is going to be 10 non-magical flashing, pier- piercing as well. So if you, if you leave the dagger in there, there, I can do something with that. <laughs> and did you calculate the, the crit the way we've been doing yes. it? Yes. Yep, okay. I added the, yeah. Anyway, so Full damage plus whatever you roll for mm-hmm. damage. Yep, so 7 magical piercing um, and 10 non-magical piercing. And oh, Harry yeah. at Buckwurt's, uh, Buckwheat's, uh, Buckwheat's comment, Buckwurt's comment Buckwurt. is going to leave his dagger in 
creature. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he's gonna he'll draw another one at some point. Alright. There's now a, a metal dagger embedded in this thing. <laughs> Finally. Alright, All right, um, too, I'm sure. Who's next? Here, you wanna click your check mark? It should be oh, Eustace. Yeah. Alright, and it's now Eustace's turn. <clears throat> um you have Sanctuary. You could retreat over the fence and oh, Sanctuary might up. protect you from an opportunity attack. Oh. Sorry, I'm an idiot. I'm going to do my Bardy thing and add to my AC so I don't get killed. Um, that's an additional five damage. What kind of damage is it when I do a flurry of... Hold up. Sorry. I'm doing my defensive flourish. Um, you get to add... Five to your AC, wasn't it? Yeah. So my AC is currently 21. Because I am nice. flourishing my rapier around, and it'll be an extra five magical piercing. All right. What is Eustace doing on his turn? That's a good question. If he jumps over the fence, that's all the movement he can do, and then he's pretty dang close to the other shambling mound. Then he's just going to get surrounded. Like, cannot move very much. Difficult turns would be five. If he's dashing, he could probably get back another ten feet from that. Yeah. And the, it's only difficult terrain for five feet from where you are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I've I've moved back there now. <clears throat> well, it's not a big deal, but yeah, we'll just jump over the fence. That'll use that and then just back up a little bit. Can't move very far, but he's back a little bit. Um, I mean, that's uh, that's kind of it there. Running low on spell slots. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Eustace just moved slowly back into the field. Okay. Eustace backs away, climbs back over the fence. It tries to attack him with an opportunity attack, fails its wisdom save. Again, turns out these things aren't good at wisdom. Um, and so it doesn't get to use an opportunity attack at all. And now it's Raze's turn. Well, Raze is going to just kind of like let out a huff of frustration because everyone keeps getting in the way of her bow shots. And her way of dealing with this is she's going to walk up to the fence, cast Misty Step, <clears throat> and move to the other bank. <laughs> nice. Oh. Fun. Probably not quite there, though. That seems a little dangerous. Within her 30 feet, she should be able to stay there. Okay. Looks good. And she's going to shoot at um, probably the Shambling Mound that's on Harry and Buckwheat still, just because that one's the most dangerous one. That's a 24 and a 23 to hit. Those both hit. Great. That's going to do a total of 13, 18 damage. And this is a magical bow, right? Yes. Okay, so 18 more damage. Yeah, uh, like this four thing that is now psychic, bloodied. So. It's it's kind of like like pieces of it aren't looking quite as attached as they should be to other pieces of it. It it doesn't look great. It's oozing sap. Yeah, yeah, it's oozing sap all Ooh, that over milky, the place. That milky substance that comes out of weeds. Just yeah, like milkweed. <clears throat> oh, that is one of the ones that has that milky substance. <laughs> Haven't you ever I'm eaten a dandelion? Sure milk something. Oh right. no! <laughs> yes, I have. Don't do it. Leaking almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Buckwheat's turn. All right. Um. So Buckwheat is going to cast heat metal on that dagger. Sweet. You're and welcome. It can't drop it. Yes, it can't. Right, so he's going to cast uh cast it, which takes up a spell slot, and then it does. 2d8 fire damage when I cast it until the spell ends. And you can use a bonus action on each subsequent turn to cause the damage again. And since he can't drop it, it causes disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until my next turn. Oh, shoot. So what's the fire damage? 
uh 2d8 which comes out to 12 okay oh and this is magical it's a spell oh except so, that this but, yeah tw- 12 12 fire damage okay so it actually only takes half damage okay because Harry sees his the dagger fire like not the fire resistance is not specific to magic or not yeah no Harry sees his dagger just like glowing bright red. Oh crap! Good thing I'll let go of it. <laughs> oh yeah, I wasn't right. going to cast it if you were still holding it. Oh thanks. Okay, Adderthorn's turn. Okay, I'm trying to figure out how far if I'm so if I move to right here, how far away is this shambling? Not so. I was doing there, and this time. I want to see if fire does a little more to a plant ball, so I'm going to take a shot with chromatic orb as fire damage. So, hold it up. I will point out, it did just take half damage from the fire damage Wait. that Buckwheat did, and you may have seen that. It, it don't know if that's going to affect your choice. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I don't want to do fire damage then. So um, Very wet Melted. vines. I can actually... Acid does sound fun, and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast that as acid damage instead. I've always done this fire, but this this time I feel like I want it to be different. Okay, um, you rolled a so, hit, or does it make a save? No, I rolled the hit, and it was a uh, twenty. Well, crap, twenty-two. Twenty-two. All right, uh, that hits for sure. Yep, and three d eight, and that's okay. It's twelve points acid damage on shambling mound number two. Okay, um, it's not quite bloodied, but a good chunk of it just like dissolves in this acid. So that's nice. Oh, okay, that's uh, that's new. I'm gonna try that out with some other stuff. Okay, it is the shambling mound's turn. The one that has a dagger embedded in it. That is causing it to have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. With oh shoot, it's attacking buckwheat okay. with disadvantage. That's a twenty-three to hit. Oh my goodness! Okay, yeah, it hits. That is eleven bludgeoning damage. Its second attack with disadvantage is a crit fail. Ooh. So okay. Um, you're gonna get an at- attack. You and Harry are gonna get an attack of opportunity as it just like stumbles as it attempts to smack Buckwheat. All right. Uh, so, what do I roll for concentration since I took that attack? Um, you took eleven damage, so that's gonna be a con save DC of ten. Okay. Is it a con save or is it a, just a straight up D twenty? A con save. It's a con save. Nice. All right. Well, I got ten. Okay. You succeed. You barely managed to maintain your concentration. Barely. Okay, and then we're both doing attacks of opportunity now? Yep. Alright. 16 to hit. That hits. That's gonna be 9 magical piercing damage. Alright, uh, 24 to hit. That hits. Alright, and then I do... Jeez. I do 4 slashing damage. That did not roll well. Oh, oh dear. Okay, so you guys both hit it as it kind of stumbles to one side. Um, and then it is the other Shambling Mound's turn. It's got, it's going to climb up on top of the fence near Eustace, <clears> and <throat> that's all, how far is the way is Eustace at this point? It's Probably able to attempt to attack distance. Eustace twice, but it has to make, it fails both wisdom saves again, loses Woo! both of its attacks. Dang, Eustace is killing it as a tank <laughs> right now. Awesome. <laughs> the Sanctuary well, is just eating up this thing's attack completely. Because it's dumb. 
<laughs> it is dumb. A rot. Who would have guessed a rotting pile of plants is dumb? <laughs> he's, he's just insulting it. <laughs> the plants like actually, my intelligence is an eighteen. So uh... actually, it does have a minus three on it. <laughs> oh, no. well, so yeah, it is not eighteen. It's a and, four. And, and, All right. Oh, so is... speaking of, does does um with with his canonical ability to hear plants, is he hearing anything from these plants, or is it just kind of like screaming? Oh no. You hear nothing except for the echoing screams of the plants that have been am- like amalgamated into this thing. Oh my oh, god! Whole time, yeah, so I was th- gonna that, say it's just constant. That's that explains why he's uh, even more so why he's so angry. Okay, and it is Harry's turn. Okay, um, Harry, does your AC is... go back to normal now? Yeah, it's just till the to the beginning of my next turn. Okay. So uh, Harry's just gonna attack it again. He's he's slash happy, so that's gonna be. Uh oh, do I still have it? No, I don't have it. No, yeah, I do have we're, advantage. We're yeah. still, yeah, we're still um flanking him. Uh, thirteen does not hit. Nope. Is that with advantage? Um, that is with advantage. Yeah, I rolled a seven mm. and then a four. Harry's gonna pull out his dagger, and that's gonna be nineteen plus math. Oh, he's gonna hit. Man, this dagger hit. is doing way better than the rapier. This is sad. <laughs> I need to upgrade this. I'm, Harry's gonna sell when he gets the chance. He's gonna sell these daggers for something a little better. Better than daggers? Yeah. Could do a short sword. Um, that's gonna be uh, six slashing damage. Okay. Um, this thing really isn't looking good. Um, and then it's Eustace's turn. Good. Uh, how far is this? Oh, I guess that's within five feet. Yeah, because it was able to attack you, so... Yeah. So, with repositioning, Eustace is gonna... <clears throat> with better footing, Eustace is definitely gonna hit this thing this time, swinging with his battle axe. Oh, my word. <laughs> so this ends sh- Sanctuary Well, now. that... Yeah, well, yeah, once he attacks. Uh, that'd be a nine for the first attack. Woof, please. Oh! I, I rolled on my keyboard on accident, but that became a... Natural 20. Yes! Yo! It's about time! <laughs> Thank <clears throat> God. All right. Jeez. All right. So, Axe freaking chopping into this into this thing. He's going full woodsman. Yeah, nat 20 for a 24. Um, So, that's still only uh, a 1d8 plus 1. So, that's, what, 9? Nine, nine plus, nine plus um, an extra roll. 14. 14 damage. And... He will expend a spell slot to use Divine Smite <clears throat> and do an extra 2d8 extra radiant damage. Four, five, five damage on top of that. So that's a total of 13 plus five, 18. Uh, I, I forget, did we, did we say that, be, that this thing took extra radiant damage? Or, or Divine Smite says an extra damage versus undead. Did this, this thing apply is here? Undead. Cool. Plus another six. So 18 plus six is 22. Okay. This thing is bloodied. It's got a sap oozing out of it. A burst of light from within. Okay. I know you just said how much extra damage, but my brain deleted it. (laughs) 22. An extra 22 damage? Oh, not an extra. Sorry. 22 total. Okay. Yeah. This thing is very bloodied. It's not looking good at all. Okay, 
Um, Any bonus action? Uh, or no, what's the bonus action, the Divine Smite? Divine Smite is just when you hit with a melee attack, so it's not even a bonus. Oh, that's nice. Um, uh, no, no other bonus actions. Okay, yeah, let, me, let me click my check. Awesome, it's Raze's turn. Perfect, Raze's shooting at Shambling Mound 2. That is going to be a 22 and a dirty 20 to hit. Okay, those both hit the one that is currently being attacked by Eustace. Yes. <clears throat> uh, so that is going to do a total of 16, 26 damage. Oh my goodness. Ooh. I rolled full damage on one of the arrow attacks. So that wow, helped. okay. Yeah, these two arrows just slam into it, and... It collapses. Oops. And behind cool. the collapse, you just see Eustace standing there. With a just like axe of the axe. He's just like, oh. Yeah, looking down. Oh, <laughs> well done. Um, Do I have any other bonus actions that I want to take? Isn't Shambling Mountain 1 your favorite foe still, or no, from your other bonus action? Oh, it is. So take three damage off of that. Is it still dead? Yeah. Okay. Um, there's nothing else I can do right now, so I will end my turn. Maybe I move over here. Okay. Buckwheat's turn. So he's going to uh, attack with his uh, scimitar again, and since he has okay. advantage, I'll build twice. Alright, 23. That hit. Alright. And he does 6 damage, 6 slashing <laughs> damage, and then he okay. uh, expends a bonus action to uh, heat the metal again. And uh, do another. I think that means I just do a full damage. So yeah, another two d eight damage. Okay, roll your two d eight. Okay, that's uh, seven fire damage. Okay, yeah, it's, it's looking bad. Um, any movement? Uh, no, he's gonna stay stand his ground. All right, Adderthorn's turn. That's dumb. All right. Well, since someone just stole my kill, I'll just. <laughs> Take over here. <laughs> have a fun I'm sorry, he wasn't bloodied as that he suddenly was, so, but my brain was like, oh no, this guy's more alive. Bucky yeah, and Harry yeah, had the other one handled. No, he says, yeah, no, it's fine. I I, I had this one, but I, I got I can take the other one too and take a Don't shot. Squash anything. No, I didn't do anything. I thought I was really thinking about it. Twenty two to hit and well it was with advantage anyway, so let's yeah, see that if that's still I have rolled a 22 and a 21 the last three turns in a row. <laughs> Except for the like first you. one that I had the 19, but I couldn't even do it. And wow, only six points of damage. And then... I mean, I was rolling a lot of 24s because I kept rolling 17. So 13 points. So I've done 13, 14, and 15 points of damage. It's just so boring. Oh, that's, that's solid Are you damage to, to just do that round after round. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Gosh darn it, I haven't missed enough. Is he dead yet? No. No, don't worry, I'll get this kill too. Come on, big boy. (laughs) Try and get me a buckwheat. It's that thing's turn. I don't think it has Uh, disadvantage anymore. I think it was only for one turn. Yeah, I think it's just the one turn as well. Okay. Harry's going to call its mom a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Use his vicious mockery. Actually, I know that spell now. (laughs) (laughs) At that. Goading. Somehow it's intelligent enough to take offense, and it's going to attack Harry instead. Um, that is a twenty-three to hit and a nine to hit. The nine will not hit. The twenty-three would hit. I think either way. anyway. Yeah. I'm going to say as okay. far I'm as at sixteen DC bludgeoning now. damage. As far as how much bludgeoning thing... damage? 
12. Okay, Harry Harry gets hit on the head and is down. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, no. Harry has not paid attention to uh, to his own health from playing, uh, from fighting the uh, okay. mind fire. Make a death save. It's your turn. Next. Yep. Okay. Do I do digital dice or should I do real dice? I don't trust the digital dice, but that's me. Okay. I'll try the real dice. Wizards of the Coast will just screw you over. They no. Doing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a microtransaction to get good dice. To get balanced dice. Loaded you don't dice. pay for dice. You're, it just fails all of your death saves when you roll their digital <laughs> dice. <laughs> okay, that's a success. Okay, so that's we good. Have all right. One success so far. And then it's Eustace's turn. <clears throat> cool. He's going to run the heck over here. And make a big old swing with that momentum. That's a, a dirty 20. That hits. Hey. <clears throat> cool. Oh my god. There it is. Uh, well, that's two damage. <laughs> How is um, it even po- No, that's not possible. <laughs> well, yeah, possible. What about your modifier? You're supposed to have a base. No, <laughs> Don't you have a proficiency modifier? It's like... You, you plus a like strength, a- which is zero, right? <laughs> my strength oh. is a plus one. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yeah, well, I've got one more spell slot. I can do radiant, radiant damage or divine spite again. Okay. All right. Yeah. Also next turn. So this will be the last. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you, <laughs> yeah. You trying just to kill the party in, this time. Get to hack in. It does a uh, divine smite to do some radiant damage. Oh gosh! Thank goodness. So a total. This is a total of now ten. Uh, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 13 plus 7 is 20. 20. 20 damage. Wow. Oh, that's much better. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like, tink, boom. With a <laughs> bright flash of light, Eustace's axe catches on a root system that's buried within this thing. She's cleaving it in two, and it just flops to the earth, cut into two halves. Does it explode in beams it's- of light? Shaking sure. nicked an artery there. Can I examine the Shambling Mound bodies and see mm. if they happen to resemble berry plants? Barry is going to roll, uh, roll another death investigation save. as you're examining them. Investigation or nature? That's another success. Uh, nature. Okay. Then, Harry, you can just roll another one. Yep. I rolled another one. Since that used to probably help stabilize it. Too. That's two successes. Does he have any spell slots left? Uh, no spell slots, but I have. Uh, is that uh, you lay on hands? Successes? Someone give a healing potion. Uh, you can lay them. on hands, Harry. Yeah, and give them. Uh, yeah, lay on hands. I also have cure wounds. I've got twenty five total. What do you need? Uh, I need any health you can All right. offer. Uh, I am at zero. So is that a uh, I'll give you. Yeah. I'll give you twenty. That you rolled on your nature. A seventeen. Nice. A seventeen. Okay. Uh, you notice this thing's only faking death. Hello. The Wait, Shambling I... Mound 2 is only faking death. Agathorn's like next to, like, he would have walked up too. Mm. As a reaction, he wants to cast, um... Well, you don't know. Raze will probably say Raze kind of, like, jumps back. Like, it's not dead! And he Agathorn screams kind of a high-pitched scream, but at the same time <laughs> also casts uh, the cantrip of Create Bonfire. Okay. And, um, I know it's, it's not the best way to damage this thing, but I was, I kind of wanted to actually set on fire anyway um it is so, wet okay create bonfire that Dex does save. 
Yeah, I believe it's a dexterity save. And if this thing's faking dead, laying down, not moving, would that be disadvantage? See if it gets a crit fail. No. And it's uh, a 1d8 fire damage um, because it's on fire. Okay. Um, Ignites flammable objects in this area that aren't being worn or carried. Okay, yeah, I can roll that. Oh, hey, Adderthorn figured out how to do the fire thing. Four damage. He's not setting Eustace's kitchen on fire anymore. <laughs> Four damage. Yeah. No, I did Shit. control. I did control flame on that. Oh, you're right. He has control <laughs> over it now. Harry's what? gonna just like set up. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's still twitching. It's not completely dead yet. Stab it with Craig. Yes. Yeah, control. Then I, yeah, I would do Craig. control flame to make the like just like kill it with fire. Just die, die, die. I don't know if you want to stab. It's a ball of flame. I don't know if you can. You can't stab it. The fire keeps going. That's going to be a twenty-three to hit. Unless do I get advantage because it's faking death? Wait, are we still going through? And then we'll have. So we'll have you roll damage with Craig, and then we'll have Adderthorn roll another D eight of fire damage. Uh, that's seven damage with Craig. Plus, I can do another D four of psychic damage. Uh, eight damage. Okay, it's not quite dead. Adderthorn, roll your fire damage. Can you do so, psychic damage against the So undead? it's already on fire inside of a bonfire that does 1d8 damage, and I'm using control flame to make it more intense. So how do you want to play that? Uh, roll 1d8 plus 1d4. Okay. D8, then d4. That's 10 points total. Okay. Okay, yeah. It's, it, it's actually dead now. So Adderthorn yells, HA! I Where's, did kill it. It's just like, check the other one. Yeah, and then Arthorn casts the one that's split in half on the other one. <laughs> yeah, the one that's split in half also bursts into flame. As uh, Harry's right lying next right to next to it, <laughs> yeah. Harry becomes conscious just in time to feel like the nice warmth of a bonfire in this drizzling rain. Oh, and that's, nice. that's where we'll leave up. Thank Wait, goodness. no, did I notice anything about the plants though? Yeah, was, was she? It, it was built from the berry bushes. Um, that means the lightning somehow killed it and reanimated it. I don't like that. Why did Target a berry? The Chaos Module is David as the DM, Taya playing Race Viridian, Justin playing Adderthorn Lightfoot, Jacob playing Buckwheat Alder, Alex playing Eustace Baker, and Miles playing Harry Haywire. Music and editing are by David. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Chaos Module. If you enjoyed it, do us a favor by following and rating us on whichever platform you're using to listen, and make sure to share this show with your friends so they don't miss out.